Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Anthony Alex from the Angry Mailman podcast, and you're listening to another fine show from the From Page to Screen Media Empire. Hey guys, this is Ace Marrero from the movie Madison County. Hi, this is David L.G. Hughes, writer-director of the film Hall Bowl Suites. I love the pace and the fastness, and I love the fact that you just roll with it. Hi, I'm Eric England, the director of Contracted. Hi, I'm J.K. Amino, the writer-director of Deviation. My name is Nathan Whitehead, and I wrote the music for Beyond Skyline. Hello, Stuart. Just a quick hello from Sarah Douglas. Hi, this is Ben Lloyd Holmes from the film The Expedition. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hey, Stuart. Page the screen. Dot-com up in my bunk, please. Snake, get up to my motorcycle, running and tracking up with my fucking snake, genius. With Dom, eating pizza and pussy. I'm Neil Johnson, I directed Rogue Warrior and The Time War, and I crucified Adolf Hitler. The From Page to Screen Movie Hello, sir. I'm sorry, I'm two days late. (laughs) You are two days late, but it's nice that you're not asleep. (laughs) I don't know, I'm planning on that later. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. So anybody wondering why there's an episode two days later than normal, it's because Bob here uh, thought he'd have 40 winks that turned into how many hours sleep? Quite a, quite a few. Six. Quite a few, yep. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> think I'd have. I, I, all I did was sit down. That was it, it is deadly. Deadly. So, did you not have a movie on or anything? Because sometimes that can be a killer. You put a film on, put your head in the couch or the bed or whatever, out like a light. I don't know, literally, I'd gone upstairs, I'd made myself a brew, gone upstairs, I'd run a bath. This yep. is about an hour before I was due to be on with you, hour and a half. Yep. Yeah, seven o'clock. Um, literally, I'd finished running the bath, which is good, because I, I don't want to do what my sister did once and fall asleep whilst running a bath. No, that's not good. That would cause damage. Yeah, she flooded the house. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, basically, I, I'd switched off the, you know, the bath, all set. Basically went into the, the bedroom to get changed, sat on the bed. Um, I probably checked something on you know, a kind of tablet or something. You know, I might have got a notification of something. And head must have hit the pillow. And next thing you know, <laughs> cold brew, cold bath. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, like a light. Yeah. <laughs> All the lights still on, computer still on, yeah, everything, yeah. And there was me sitting on Skype till uh, nine o'clock going, I don't think Bob's going to show up. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Never mind. So, uh, 48 hours late, but that's fine because we're here. It's good. I was going to say, there's a film in there somewhere, isn't there? 48, 48 hours? 48 hours. Well, it could be. Uh, maybe another 48 hours. I don't know. Something like that. Oh. There's probably, there's probably beat, a title in there. My own punchline. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so th- I'm going to try and get this episode out pretty quick, like I normally do anyway, because Mr. Johnson uh, wants something to listen to. So I know he's oh. he's flying somewhere on Tuesday. So oh, so he, um, he he sent me this really weird tweet 
uh, must have been like last week, Thursday, Friday, something like that. And he said, oh, I, uh, I might... I might not have internet access for a few days. Um, I'm off doing something. So I was like, okay, well, stay safe and, you know, whatever you're doing, speak to you when you get back. Fair enough. And then. Filming uh, penguins or finding the source of the Nile? No, well, a couple of. I mean, <laughs> bearing in mind, he's he lives based out of LA, but also Australia and the UK. And every time I speak to him, he's somewhere else. I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure whether he knows where he is half the time. He, I certainly don't know where he is. He's never where you expect him to be. He's he's never. Ex- no. He is the Scarlet Pimpernel. He definitely is. <laughs> he's the Lord Lucan, but he always shows up. So he sent me this message a few hours after that, and he said, "Oh, just to let you know, um, I'm on the border of Turkey." I'm like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> yeah. Why? Oh, I'm just I'm getting some drone footage." Okay. Oops. <laughs> you, you do realize that Turkey borders Syria. You go, eh, this is fine. You do realize Syria is quite a dangerous place. Yeah, yeah no, I'll be okay. Okay, please be okay. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> definitely, he is always a, a good person to surprise you with, with direct messages that you never think you're going to get. So, so basically, taken yeah. out of pure context there, he's flying drones into Syria. Yeah, well, I suppose that's one way to look. I wouldn't put that on a, a website headline or anything. No, no. Like I said, taken totally out of context. Take totally out of context. He could be flying drones. I think he's flying them into Turkey, not turkeys, because that would be kind of uh-huh. weird. Um, there's probably a film in that, sort of kamikaze yeah. chickens or whatever. But uh, Yeah, so hi, Neil. <laughs> Hopefully he listened to this. I did get a message from him the other day. He was okay, so. Oh, that's uh, good. I don't know what he's filming, because, do you know what? He, he doesn't. I've, I should really fall out with Tracy Birdsall, Brooke Lewis, uh, and Neil because they shot a film and didn't tell me they were shooting a film. So I'm deeply, deeply offended because I was. Ah, but did um, you tell anyone else? I don't know. Well, they told Sci-Fi now because ah. it popped up on uh, Neil sent me a DM after the fact, of course, that Sci-Fi now had an exclusive thing and they had poster and everything that this is shot this film called Evolution War. Which is another big robot. So it's probably described as a Terminator, 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 Terminator uh, meets Pacific Rim type Ooh. science fiction. So Tracy's on the cover, looking great as always, looking very sort of Furiosa, uh, Sarah Connor type. Yeah, she's going to kill whatever she wishes to kill if she large puts her mind to it. Best top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dressed in black, great. Yep. Um, but beyond that. I don't really know much about the film because they all kept it from me. How dare they? I will forgive them eventually. Well, um, maybe you'll get an exclusive later. Well, you know... Ex- or at least a few hints. A few hints would be good. I've seen the poster art, courtesy of Sci-Fi Now, which was great, but I hadn't even a peep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how, <laughs> how they managed to shoot films um, without me finding out about it. It's crazy because uh-huh. he will keep me up to date on stuff like the Time War and all this sort of stuff. So he goes, you know what? I know you're busy doing that thing. But then he goes, ta-da. Yeah. You're like, how did you manage to do that other thing while you're doing this one? <laughs> <laughs> I can't cook toast if I'm waiting for the kettle to boil. That's how much of a multitasker I am. But, you know, so, um, but no, all jokes aside, they are, it is called Evolution War. Um, Marilyn Gigliotti from Clerks who wasn't even supposed to be there today I guess she was there that day shooting a film so it's like a bit of a, a Neil Johnson multiverse thing going on there So Excellent um, Yeah I shall let you know more when I actually find something out <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's fun in games but I was getting excited about another Neil film coming out so 
Definitely look forward to seeing that. Or at least a little bit of footage as a teaser, maybe. I look forward to hearing about it. (laughs) At least I know the title and the poster, right? But beyond that, I ain't got a clue. No idea. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Um, This time next week, though, Bob, the Kickstarter will have finished. (laughs) Yay. Exactly. Is that that why um, you're two days late? Because you thought, I don't want to listen to him banging on about his Kickstarter. Are you fed up of the tweets yet? No, no. I was pretty sure that um, even by Sunday evening, Yep. you'd have probably got very close, if not exceeded your initial targets. Which I have done. I exceeded it on my birthday, which was quite a nice gift. Exactly. Uh, some random person put in £278, which equates to $375. So that sounds to me like some wonderful person from America. Overseas. From America. Yeah. It, it might not be. It might be somebody in Cornwall going, Oi! I'll put that in. I'm like, just It's because 278 is a really weird number to put in. And it was Where, put in anonymously? Yeah, it was put in anonymously. So oh. I genuinely... There's quite a few. It's um, Once the campaign's done, I'll go through all the numbers and it tells you who donated what on which date. So it's quite interesting yeah. to look at and you know where oh. the donations came from, be it Facebook, Twitter, external... So it, all that stuff's interesting. But I don't want to do it now because I might have to do it again next time. But... Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's quite. We'll say thank you to everyone that has donated. Forty-three backers. That's not bad. Which is good. I had a little bit of a rant on one of the secret diary updates. Well, only a baby rant, saying (laughs) I think it was around the time when there was like twenty-five backers or something. I'm like, twenty-five's great, but I've got twelve point four thousand Twitter followers. For God's (laughs) sake! So when you compare those numbers, you're going, "What? Twenty-five's not. It's not great, but it kind of is because." They've put the money in, and it's it's currently sitting on £1,942. Yeah, so like I'm that. like 58 quid away from hitting two grand. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> but I've still got four days left. So Exactly. You know, I will be uh, battering the Twitter sphere for the next four days. just to, But it's like, when do you stop? That's the hard part. When you hit your target, you go, right, I'm happy now. But you can't not keep going on about it because it's a one-shot deal, isn't it? Well, in, sure. most, ca- yeah. in most cases, it's, you yeah. do crowdfunding, you go, right, I'm done now. That's it. Um, so you've then got to try and come up with these other things where you go, actually, if I do get more, then this, this is, is what I'm going to do with it, which is why uh, Mimi 2 and Mimi 3 are now IMDB listed. Excellent. I got a message from the missus mum going, oh my God, they're on IMDb. That's how I knew they were on IMDb. uh, (laughs) It could take a few days for the listings to go up. And I'd I'd done it a couple of days back. And uh, yeah, she's obviously seen them popping up on her filmography. So she's always super excited. So I've requested some pictures be taken of little Mimi, but from Mimi's height, not from looking down like the previous ones were done. So... um, I'm going to try and turn one or two of those into a poster. Well, I so think, I had a, a meeting at work today with the big boss who's been trying to catch up with me all week, or I've been trying to catch up with him all week, but he's he's one of these bosses who's just always on the phone. You, you, yeah. know, you know who they are. So every time they walk past similar. you, always on the phone. <laughs> and they are genuinely on the phone doing something yeah. or other, but you'd never see them not on the phone. So yeah. I'd, I'd emailed this guy, and I'm like, can I have a chat about a film project? He's like, yeah, not a problem. So I sent him the IMDb links, and I said, don't open these. These are for when I sit down and have a chat with you. So yeah. um, I didn't manage to have a chat with him, and then blah, blah, blah. And then I was in this morning about an hour earlier because I got a lift to work. 
and he sort of stood behind me and he's like, right, let's let's have a chat. So I'm like, okay. He said, I've had a look at the links. He said, I believe you review films or whatever. I went, well, kind of. But I do a little bit more than that. So I sat down and gave him the whole pitch and basically said, yeah. like, I want to use one of the offices. He said, well, we don't really have office offices here anymore. I went, no, there is a room. It's downstairs. It's this one. I want to use that one. Here's why I want to use it. I'm not going to wreck it. There'll be no branding about its existing company. Because oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna set decorate it. I need it for like two or three hours later in the year, uh, early evening. He's like, he's, as far as I'm concerned, it's fine. Sounds great. Just put it all in an email for me, and I'll run it through HR to make yeah. sure they're okay with it. So I'm like, okay. So yeah. that that went really, really well. But it's, <laughs> I'm always in that position though when it's when somebody says, so tell me what you do, and you go right. Well, I know I've got about two or three minutes to tell you. But actually, I could probably spend about four hours telling you. So I've yeah. now got to condense everything, and I'm going to sound like <laughs> a complete muppet, splurging all this stuff out in three minutes. So I had one of those sort of moments, but uh, but it went okay. But it sounds as though it's been kind of you know constructive. Sounds as though that part's been greenlit. The um, exterior for the second Mimi film, which is local to us. Yeah. Um, I put a picture on Facebook last night saying this is a location and somebody went, where is it? I thought, I'm not telling them because it's one of these locations no. I'm not supposed to use. It's, yeah. I mean, you, you know what the location is and it's, I'm going to use it tastefully and respectfully, yeah. but it's not the sort of thing that you could go up to the owners of it and go, is there any chance I can use this place for that? They go, no. <laughs> so I'm going to have well, to do it pure gorilla yeah, style. Top of that, basically, if you do put it out of where you're going to be using, yeah. you probably end up with a few people calling around oh can i can i be an extra and can i yeah. do this it's like no i don't i'm doing it very very quietly uh, yeah. and on the low key so yeah you know so that's been productive so any excess funding is going straight into the second and third one now Excellent. which the way i'm writing it all is kind of cheap um, there may be a slight hiccup with the cat that I need. People are listening to this and like, why, why do you need a cat? I can't tell you because it's part of the story. It'll all line. become clear once um, you see the film. The, the cat that we had lined up to use has run away, apparently. Oh. So Annette says we might need to get another one. I went, well, I'm not getting another one. We'll just have to write it that the cat isn't seen. He's off, see, off screen. So she's yeah. like, well, that's not going to be easy. I'm like, that's not my problem. <laughs> You're the writer. You come up with a storyline. Um, yeah. I've come up with it for the most, but there was a really cool end shot that involved the cat. And I'm like, can't quite work out how to do that one. So that would be the tricky bit. But uh, this is half the fun. Mm. So it's uh, it's been kind of busy. I'll be glad when I'm not tweeting the damn link out. Yeah. It does get tiring. But somebody uh, somebody backed me the other night and they said oh just i love the way that you're making everything different i'm like well that's kind of what i'm aiming for so yeah. i'm happy that people haven't got really pissed off me just tweeting the same damn link out all the time well this is it the other thing is the people that have backed you are obviously yeah. appreciative of a what you've got planned and yeah. b what you've already done for kind of you know people well that's that's why i've not been shy i've not i've there's a few times i've tweeted out uh, a very polite version of look you lot I've supported you now it's your turn um, <laughs> it's kind of like I help support a lot of filmmakers now I need your help is basically yeah. the polite way but it's true I have supported hundreds of people it's like for God's sake fire some back in my direction even if they're just retweeting and putting it out on their own timelines yeah it's fine Yeah, you know, it helps <laughs> it does but it's exhausting yeah 
So it's uh, Cops and Monsters are ready to launch their other one. For oh. So I did give him some hints and tips. I said, look, yeah. here's things not to do. Do not put tweets out saying, if only X amount gave me X amount, we'd have our target. Yeah. Don't do it. It's a waste of time. <laughs> Don't do tweets like... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm saying I'd like to get to the two grand mark, but you know, when you're on the lower end, you go, oh, we need 5,000. We're nearly on 1,000. Can we get there? It doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Nope. <laughs> it does not at all. The only important figure is your target at the end. Yes. And if you surpass yep. it, then it gets a lot trickier because you're still trying to ask people for money that <laughs> they don't think you need because you've already hit your target. Well, at the risk of sounding dubious, is this the fifth? Crowdfunding for Cops uh, and Monsters? Yes, I think it will be, yeah. Mm. Yep. There is a weird... I spotted another crowdfunding campaign that is currently ongoing. It's not one I'm connected with, but I spotted it on my timeline. And yeah. it's for Film X, shall we say. Yes. And I looked at it and I thought, I'm sure they've run one before. So I looked at their <laughs> campaign and I'm thinking... They have done. They've, they've run one for that exact same film before, and it, they're wow. all they're all Indiegogo. So it's Ooh. you know Indiegogo, you get a percentage of what you raise, even if you don't hit yeah. your target. Kickstarter, you get naff all if you don't hit your target. So that's why I opted to go for Kickstarter in this one, all or nothing, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. This other one, uh, they're all Indiegogo campaigns, and we we counted up five or six campaigns totaling about forty thousand quid. Holy! And these have all been successful. Not necessarily successful hitting their targets, but successful well, raising, got the money. raising money. Yeah, so they've they've raised at least forty grand to shoot one feature film that isn't a big sci-fi epic. So I don't know what the hell they need that for. Why they keep running campaigns? But yeah. you know, I couldn't be doing well, that. When you look on what kind of Clerks was done on, and what uh, you know, kind of Blair Witch Project. Yeah, exactly. Paranormal activity, or yeah, or something like that. So it was. Um, I mean, I'm fifteen hundred quid. I was after for the first Mimi film. Then that turned into three. In theory, I can shoot all three for the money I've raised, as mm-hmm. well as some other stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, further down the line, because I'm I'm right into a, a budget, not trying to raise a budget for something I've written. So that tends to be the way that I think. Yeah. So it's like, oh, can't afford a cat? Let's write it so there is no cat. It can't afford yeah. a, a, a car or an office? Let's write it so it's not in an office. It's I don't know. It's just a very different way of... Um, I like to try and think myself out of problems. Think outside the box. Oh, God, it's more fun. Yeah. I love this sort of thing. It's like I <laughs> genuinely cannot wait until the Kickstarter is done. I'd like to be over the 2K mark just so I could say, yes, that's fantastic. I've made... 500 more than I planned to because I mean the 1500 yeah. was the minimum it was yes. like that I could probably do it for that amount um, so it'd be nice to have a little bit of wiggle room to uh, to just put some extra bills and whistles and stuff because people are coming out of the woodwork now <laughs> it's bizarre I had one person today who's like um, well done on your campaign it was amazing and they're a nice person by the way so I'm not like bashing yeah. them but they were like oh here's all my show reels I'd love to be involved in some of your projects so there's a lot of that going wow. on as, as people um, I don't want to use the phrase come out of the woodwork, but as people sort of announce themselves. Well, like so, you say, so it's just nice. the fact that you're getting the publicity now. You know, yeah. your name's getting about a bit. You know, you're pushing the fact that you're doing this film. Yeah. 
So and, and people are sharing the the tweets, etc. You know, retweeting yeah. them. What have you? So yeah, you, you're basically getting more publicity, and more people are seeing your name and seeing what you're doing. Isn't it? But it's, it yeah. becomes the scary point then. But yeah, once the campaign shots on the 27th of May, I was going to say this coming Sunday, but if people are listening to this in June or whatever, you know, yeah, <laughs> 20, 27th of May it shots basically nine o'clock in the morning Sunday. Then it's like right, that's how much money I'll have, and now then Annette and I will be uh, spending two weeks just focusing on the scripts. Yes. So then when we come back, because Annette very kindly sprung a holiday on me which is quite nice i'm so glad it wasn't like a month after the kickstarter because they'd be like hang on a minute you've just raised the kickstarter now you've gone on holiday scam yeah. artist but no so by the time i come back from holiday then the kickstarter money should be sitting in the bank and then i'm going to put it in another account and just it can stay there for a couple of months until i you know, start paying Short for lo- locations yeah. and, and stuff like that yeah. but no full intention is to go away come back with three workable scripts for Mimi. Uh, Mimi Visitation, which is the second one, and Mimi Intellect, which is the third one. And then that will tie up the trilogy of films at the minute, starring Lamissa. Excellent. Whether we end up doing four or five, who knows? It could be one of those. Just (laughs) I've now got to the point where I'm starting to watch films as homework for them. The first one, which I've gone through the storyline with you, is all set in a house pretty much. So I'm now watching films that are just set in houses just so I can go, right, how do they do stuff? How do they make it look interesting? So I've got uh, Craig Conway's Broken, which is a film you've not seen, but it's very good. It's all set in a house. And uh, Paul Andrew Williams' Cherry Tree Lane. uh, Or should I say BAFTA award-winning Paul Andrew Williams. Exactly. I was uh, the, The guy today who was chatting to me about the locations he said, well, you know, people will know you, and I suppose if you're hiring local actors and stuff, then it's a good bit of publicity for you. I'm like, that's not a bad way to look at it. I could get a bit of press or something like that. Um, he said, and I'm sure you've got a bit of support or whatever. And I went, well, funny you should mention that. And I said, uh, last week I had a filmmaker put a tweet out mentioning my campaign personally to me, and the Sunday after that, he won a BAFTA. So, yes, I do have a little bit of support. <laughs> I, was, I was really impressed. So, yeah, uh, Murdered for Being Different did win a BAFTA. So I was very happy. And rightly so. Rooms. so uh, it was weird watching the BAFTAs like Noel Clark and Ashley Walters came on and that went, you know them? I'm like, eh, kind of. <laughs> and then Paul Williams won his BAFTA. And I'm like, no, him too. This is weird. I know people at the BAFTAs and yet I'm sitting <laughs> in the living room. So one year uh-huh. I want to be at the BAFTAs. Um, yes. Being nominated for something, that would be nice. Mm. So, yeah, that covers the Kickstarter, so <laughs> that is fun. But I'm very tired, and uh, I, I could just do the rest. So. The end's in sight, Mr. Frodo. It is, and I don't know whether it's gone <laughs> quick or whether it's dragged. Genuinely, no, nope, having a clue. Probably both. I think it is both, if that's possible. Yeah. It's a bit odd. <laughs> and uh, I think before Saturday I'd watched virtually nothing yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking at a list of things to watch to talk about on the podcast on Sunday and I think I have nothing I have got absolutely nothing but now I do I've watched a few bits and pieces uh, oh. some, of, some of it due to the 48 hour delay because you were uh, <laughs> you know, pulling a Rip Van Winkle and having a snooze and whatnot. Oh, I wish you'd have been asleep for 48 hours Yes, I could no. do with it at the moment <laughs> I'll bet you could I'll bet you could <laughs> So have you, oh. have you um, managed to watch anything, though? 
Well, yeah. Um, one of the reasons um, that we didn't record this yesterday, mm -hmm. um, I mean, to give you the background, uh, my car decided over the weekend to cease to function. Boo. So uh, I had to drop that into the garage. I thought I'd be working from home, but um, one of my work colleagues who lives a distance away, but it's still out of, the way, out of his way to go and pick me up, basically said, no, I'll pick you up on the way in. So um, I basically had a lift from him both yesterday and today. Mm -hmm. um, and basically yesterday we drove in, uh, started working, what have you. And while we were there, he decided to organize an impromptu visit to go to the cinema that night. Okay. Yeah, and said, you okay with that? And I thought, well, you're doing me the favor. There's not really a lot I can say. <laughs> no, you can go, do you know what? I'm not really in the mood, actually, so I'll walk back. Yeah. No, it's not yeah, I mean, to give, put it in perspective, I, my workplace is about 32 miles from where I live. So, yeah, I might have made it home by now. <laughs> yeah, and you would just be late for the podcast again, wouldn't you, really? Exactly, so it's yeah. like, thank you for the cinema trip. So, yeah, we, we ended up going to the cinema to watch Deadpool 2. Oh, okay. Now, well, this, now what, what did you think of Deadpool 1, though, first? Did you like I enjoyed it? Deadpool 1. Um, it was one of those, I love the humor. Yeah, you've got to love humor. Yeah. Um, when I watched Deadpool 1, I wasn't sure what I was mm. waiting, you know, what to expect. So, like you say, it's one of those, you watch it, and it's a case of, how are they getting away with some of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so, but then after that, you know, you've, you've enjoyed it. You've had the laughs on Deadpool 1. And then someone springs, oh yeah, go and see Deadpool 2. And you think, okay, they've changed directors. Yep. Not necessarily a bad thing in some instances. Couldn't mm -hmm. comment on this before I saw the film. Um, but you thought, well, you know, how many times has, you know, you think to yourself, how many times has a sequel equaled or bettered an original? That's that you know, age-old conversation, I, that one, isn't it? Yeah, what am I going to, <laughs> you know, what should I expect? So, um, you know, I, I, I again tried to kind of, you know, curtail my um, expectations, should we say. I mean, I'd seen a couple of trailers a while ago, but I'd not gone out of my way to see anything. Um, so, anyway, we, we rocked up there and... Uh, Timing perfect. We literally got in after all the adverts, just as the film was starting. So, oh, yeah, good, epic timing. Um, so, yeah, and literally from the get go, I was laughing. Yeah, it, you know, I. My own thoughts are that this is one of those rare ones where the sequel is slightly better, you know, better than the original. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, literally, um, my own, the, the director of the company, tech director of the company I work for, was one of the group that went, and most of his popcorn ended up on the floor because he would, he'd basically take a mouthful and end up spitting the out laughing. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> I, you think on, your, on, on both hands, whatever, how many times you've been to a film that you've done that on, I'd struggle. I think there's only something about Mary, I think, that I can... Spring to mind where I was, you know, tears rolling down my face type thing. Well, this was it. You know, it literally was. I wouldn't say it was side splitting. I, I wasn't holding myself, but that sounds wrong, but in a Deadpool way. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd get away with saying that in a Deadpool movie, though. He would. Yeah. So. Definitely. But um, it, it's literally, without giving anything away, 
it seems as though they've given Ryan Reynolds a bit more free reign. Um, they knew what his humour was like and have written parts of it for that. Um, a couple of little bits go over the top a little. Yeah. Uh, but then again, that's American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, literally, I would say for a good half of the movie, you're laughing. Yeah. And not just chuckling, this is laughing. Nice. Because I bet you could have used that as well with your car breaking down and whatnot. It's like, do you know what? I'll just, I could just do oh, some laughter. So Definitely. I mean, you know, it, it's it's eminently quotable, which I'm not going to do because I'm not putting spoilers out. I don't do that. No, good. Um, but it's not kid-friendly. <laughs> oh, God, no. And that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, the certificates over here in the UK are pretty pretty easy. You know, 1815s, blah, blah, blah. But America, you can take a kid to an hour. It's, I yeah. find it really weird because I know there was a lot of uh, children being taken to see the first Deadpool because they like oh. superhero movies. No, don't do it. It's no, 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 no. So I'm sure that happened for the second one as well where kids were going to watch it. <laughs> oh, cripes. You know, thinking of some of the scenes from the first one, no. no. It's, bizarre, <laughs> it's isn't it? Same in the second. Yeah, it's not... I mean, there's a lot of innuendo, sexual yeah. innuendo kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Lots of blood, guts, and snot, as you'd expect, but all done in a kind of funny way. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it literally, like I say, I, I needed the laughter, and it came through. Would the film work just as well? I've seen the first one, but I've only seen it once. Would it work just as well if you go watch it and you you can't remember the first one, or you've not seen yes. the first one? Yes. If... Yeah. I mean, most people at least know a bit about the background of Deadpool. Yeah. You know, so, and it does explain a little bit of that to begin with in virtually the first scene. So, um, but yeah, you can watch it if, you know, as long as you know what you're getting into, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. yeah you <laughs> yeah. don't want to go think this is a new Pixar movie or whatever, do you? Yeah. It's, it, although it's an action movie, it's an action comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's superheroes. Yes, everyone knows that. You know, so yeah, uh, it's totally irrever- irre- irreverent. Yep. So yeah, you know, it pokes fun at itself, at the stars, at all the topics that it cover. You know, that it touches on. At uh, Barbara Streisand, I believe. Yes. <laughs> yep, I've heard mention of that one. So. Yeah. Yeah. How was uh, Josh Josh Brolin as Cable? Very good. I liked it. Yeah, he was very good as it. And uh, same with um, the, well, relatively new to me, uh, actress that played Domino. I thought she was very good. Is she the one I've seen stills? Has she got, like, the biggest afro ever? Is, or is um, that a different character? No, no, she's she's got quite a big afro-type look. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very kind of, you know, 70s shaft-type yes. look. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I've seen her on posters and stuff like that. Like, that is the biggest hair I've ever seen. But yeah, Zazie Beats. I may have pronounced that incorrectly, but... Okay, is that her actress name? Is yeah, she's name? Um, born in Germany. All right, okay, I'm not familiar with her. Yeah. So who is Domino then, or is that a spoiler? That's her. Oh, Domino the character. Yeah. He, anyone that's read the comics will know a bit of the background. They have changed that slightly. But yeah, he's basically a case of, without wanting to put any spoilers out there... Um, Basically, Deadpool decides that he needs to form a group. Okay. Hence, 
Domino and a few of others. Yeah. If you've seen the trailers, you'll you'll know what's going on. But right. yeah, you know, on that, so it's not a spoiler really. Like like his own version of the Avengers or something like that. Well, yeah, this is yeah. it. Yeah, or right. the X Men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's sort of affiliated with anyway, isn't he? So. Exactly. Yes. Wow. Okay. So, so did everybody enjoy it that you went with? Yep. There was a group of four of us went, and literally all four of us rolling around. You know, um, talking about it today, you know, we were reminiscing just before I left work, and Dan, the tech director, um, unluckily was drinking coffee when I came out with one of the quotes, and he managed oh. to decorate his desk. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. And he'd already heard the quote before? Yeah, yeah. It was wow. literally, he was one there. He was the one that, like say, spat his, um, yeah, basically blew his popcorn all over the place in a Deadpool way. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't some sort of euphemism, was it? <laughs> See the film, that's all he, I can say. He blew, he blew his popcorn everywhere in a Deadpool sort of way. Yeah. Okay, so he's a spitter, not... Okay, right, fair enough. <laughs> right. Just so we know. But yeah, um, like I say, I, I would recommend it. If you like the first one, you, you'll probably love this one. Yeah. So yeah, give it a go. I may well do it at some point. I think it's probably one of those I'll wait for Blu-ray, I think. I think the next... Uh, it I is one that I will be buying when it comes out. I'll just borrow it of you then. <laughs> yep. That works. I've got an ultraviolet <laughs> code actually, the first one, and it's also on Netflix, so I can yeah. sit and watch it uh, whenever. I don't know what the next film I want to watch is. It's probably Mission Impossible Fallout, I think. Yeah. Because uh, Solo's out this week, but I'm just not. I'm not that bothered by it for some reason. I'm sure it's very good and it's entertaining, but I'm just like me. I want to watch it, but I don't know if I want to watch it enough to go to the cinema to watch it. If you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm like that. Yeah. So, so I'm not against it, but it's like, you oh know no. what? I'm kind of busy doing stuff, so I'll watch it at some point. Yeah. So I'm trying to think before Deadpool 2, what was the film that you watched at cinema before that? I can't remember the last one I watched. Um, Probably the last one would have been, um, oh, cripes. It would have been one of the DC ones. The, uh, was it Justice League was probably the last one I saw at the cinema. I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna sneakily bring up a bit of a list and have a look and see what the last one I watched at cinema. I don't think I've been for ages. Part of me is thinking it was it was Wonder Woman, but I've been since then. I think you've seen one since then. I couldn't tell you what it was. But. Oh, I watched some in uh, Newcastle. I think. Uh, oh yeah, of course you saw the. Yeah. yeah, it was actually Doomsday and Get Carter. That was the last yes. film I saw at cinema, and that was in March. <laughs> and then before that. That makes no sense. That is the only two films I've seen at the cinema this year. Wow. And that was at a Newcastle Film Festival. Damn, I mean, this is it. Nothing. Yeah, you know, kind of, I wanted to go and see Ready Player One, but I, mm-hmm. you know, I failed to get a chance to go and see it. Yeah, I did. So that's another one that I'll be waiting to come out on Blu-ray. <laughs> because you probably buy it anyway, so you just oh, buy yeah. it and watch it. Well, this is it. You know, kind of, I know several friends have seen it, you know, even ones that have read the book. And you know they've, you know, some some of the one, well, most of the people that have seen it have loved it. Um, I know some people that have seen the movie but not read the book, and I've managed to talk those into reading the book. So right, okay. that's a win on my part. I count. Well done. Yep, a win <laughs> for literacy. Yes. So um, so yeah, it's that was probably the only one so far this year that 
I mean, you had the Infinity Wars, but that again, that didn't really leap out and say, must watch. What put me off about Infinity War is the fact it's nearly three hours. Yeah. And we and both it's got only half a movie. It's, but it's only half a movie. It got spoiled for me by some podcaster. So it's like, thanks for that. But not enough for me to go, oh, thanks a bunch. It's just like, all right, that's the ending. Okay, I'll just yeah. wait. Um, and we both got day jobs. And I don't really want to finish work and then go and watch a three hour movie plus half an hour for trailers. Yeah, and rock up, rock up back home at about midnight. Yeah, so I'm not interested. And then the weekends, I quite enjoy. You know, I've got all these other things to catch up on at a weekend, yeah. and I don't, and cinemas are generally busy, especially a Marvel thing, and cinema audiences annoy me. So I skipped Infinity War, which I'm fine with. At least people will stop talking about it now. So I mean, like I say, wait for that. It, to... it is one I'll probably watch when it comes out on Blu-ray, but. Like I say, I, I can't say that, although I've missed it, you know, I'm really cut up about missing it. No. If I was that cut up about it, I'd have made the effort to go and see it. Yeah. Exactly. You'll just patiently wait for it to come out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of at that moment now, I've been for the past couple of weeks, where I don't know what to watch. Do you know when it's a case of you think... I need, yeah. to, I need to not force myself to watch films. I generally don't. Anyway, I'll watch whatever the hell I want to watch. But it's oh, just I want like a Deadpool 2 where I just put it on and I'll laugh my head off. Yeah. I can't remember the last really funny comedy I watched. <laughs> uh, which is probably my own fault because I tend to be watching like a lot of the British dramas and thrillers and horrors and stuff like that. But I think I need yeah. to delve into trying to find some comedies, I think. Yeah, you've got to go through a, a period now and again recharging yourself. Yeah. And just, you know, just doing things for the fun. <laughs> exactly. That's why sometimes it's nice to go back and watch things that you watched before. You watched yeah. Last Samurai the other week. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I've watched, you know, I don't know, I've watched a bunch of stuff that I've seen so many times, but I just put it on for That's a comfort it. blanket. Everyone has the go to films, like, say, you know, my three ones that I mentioned. Gone in yep. 60 seconds, uh, Midnight Run, and Last Samurai. Yep. Yeah, okay, none of them are laugh out loud, really, but. Oh, Midnight Run is. Well, yeah, that's. Midnight that's Run. Good comedy, but. You know, I'm going to hit you so many times, you're going to suffer from fistophobia. Best line <laughs> ever. Love it. There's so many, so many lines. Who's the uh, the guy played by Joey Pants who runs the Bill Bonds thing? When he's oh. just screaming and shouting down the phone, I'm laughing my head off watching that. Oh, yes. Never mind the bus, what happened to the goddamn train or, you know, that type of thing. Great. Marvin, <laughs> look out, smack. Midnight Run is... is I love if you've not film. watched it, get it. Oh, it's amazing. It's probably on Netflix or Amazon or something, but it's very, very sort of dry humor. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, I love it. Oh. So, um, well, for my birthday, Annette got me this... It looked like a vinyl record. Because she, ah. she was working, and I'm like, uh, and I showed you the set that I got, and yeah. it was like, so I ripped a corner off. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay, I don't have a record player, so this is a very odd present. And it was ET, but it is a 4K Blu-ray collector's big sleeve edition, they call it, and it basically looks like a an album vinyl thing, and there's there's art cards and stuff in it, and it's got a 4K Blu-ray disc. It's got a the Blu-ray disc, and it's got a DVD in it as well. So it's all within the sleeve of these things. You're like, well, I've got an Xbox One S, which is a 4K Blu-ray player. Yeah. I've got a 4K TV. 
so I think it was the morning that I'd seen or the day that I'd seen you because I thought well yes. I'll just put this ET on and I'll just see what the quality is like and just see what it what it looks like in 4K so I put it on and ended up watching the whole film so it was before <laughs> before you came up I was hooked it was like I need to just go and move now because but I'm going to watch it such a good film is E.T. Yes. It's really, really good. I've seen it as a kid. I've seen it through the years. And I, in my younger years, I always watched it through Elliot's eyes. Yes. So you're like, oh, my God, it'd be great to find an alien and great to have a BMX and great to have a big brother who seemed normal and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, and yet, watching it as an adult, you watch it through the eyes of E.T., it yes. was, um, and it it does work because when Annette got in that night, I said, "I'm gonna I watch this ET because um, she's she saw it as a kid. She can't remember yeah. it. She basically has no recollection. She can remember the basics, like as an alien and and yeah. BMXs and stuff, but could not remember it. So I put the beginning on when ET is out collecting plants and the government people show up and the spaceship flies off and ET's like screaming and she, Annette was horrified. She was like. Oh my god! And I'm like, that's the feeling I got when I watched it as an yeah. adult. It was like, oh my god, that poor little soddy's trapped on a planet, and there's nobody. But yeah, as a kid, <laughs> you're like, okay, whatever, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Elliot, I, I can relate to Elliot, but now we can relate to the alien. <laughs> it's such a weird sort of shift, but the film itself is amazing. Well, this is it. I mean, it's really good. Yeah, some some films age well, others yeah. don't seem to. And that's one that, you know, like you say, that one has aged well, especially with them digitally remastering and what have you. Definitely. There's only one single shot in the film that doesn't look great, and it's when one of the kids, and it's not Elliot with E.T., but it's one of the other kids when they're doing the flying through the sky thing, and that yeah. there's, a, there's a one really single bad blue screen shot on that. But other <laughs> than that, the film stands up perfectly. It looks amazing in 4K. The sound's really good, and the film still works. I think anybody who's watched Stranger Things or whatever, well, do you want to know yeah. where they got that from? Go back and watch E.T., because <laughs> that's where they ripped half of it off from. Definitely. Oh. So, so I've watched that one and a half times this week. Yeah. Because we're, uh, we're sitting watching it, and I said, do you want to watch a film? And she went, yeah. So we'll put a film on. Yep. Wait, oh, can we put E.T. on? Yep. And then she was out like a light halfway through. Oh. I'm like, are you asleep? No. You are, aren't you? And it was, yeah, we got about halfway through, and I'm like, forget it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're going to sleep through it, no point. You're just wasting the film. Exactly. Watch so. it when you're a little more awake and can appreciate it. Oh, God, yeah. So hopefully we'll revisit that at some point. I uh, hope I did, so. I did get around to watching Star Trek Beyond from 2016, Ooh. which I'd picked up from a shop. Because I'd never seen it. I think I started watching it a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then just, I'm like, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Only got about 10 minutes into it. For some reason, I just was not in the mood to watch the Star Trek movie. Yeah. So I sat down and watched this one. It was good. I, yeah. It was only at the end when it, I, was watch, I was watching the special features. And I'm like, Idris Elba? What's he doing in it? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. He was the main villain, weren't he? Hadn't a clue. Had no idea it was Idris Elba. Oh, my Gideon. Sorry, but yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, didn't e- I didn't even know. I watched it at the cinema and I twigged straight off. Yep, didn't even know. Because <laughs> it, it was a special feature and they interviewed him and I'm like, 
Wasn't was the second one he was in? Which one was he? At? Oh no, it was this one. Oh shit! You're normally a hell of a light, hell, hell of a lot sharper on these than I am. Uh, well, I didn't know there was something to look for in this one. Otherwise, I'd have been looking for it. <laughs> but uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. It's very, yeah. very good. Oh. So I can tick that franchise off. I've now seen all the Star Trek movies so far. <laughs> um, I am probably an hour and a half through Black Panther. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to have to go against the grain and say the film's me, which is... Everybody raves about it. They love it. You'd not seen that one, had you? I haven't, but you haven't. I, I love the way that um, one of my work colleagues described it. How did he describe it? He, he, he probably has a similar feeling to it that you do. And I think his son had seen it before, and they were watching it. And basically, Mark was, Mark was watching it. <laughs> and he just turned to one of the scenes, and he started singing Hakuna Matata. <laughs> Oh God, no! I won't go that far. No, <laughs> it's his just, son nearly killed him. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's like stop it. It's a very certainly the first part of the film is very shouty. Mm-hmm. Just, just uh, the warring tribes one are just shouting at each other, screaming because obviously the the African nations are all in turmoil because the king has yeah. died and the the son will be taken over. But they've decided, well, he's a bit weaker than everybody else, so we're going to try and there's a whole big turf war thing. So there's a lot of shouting and screaming and whatnot. You're like, just enough. <laughs> it just is turn, it, turn it down. A lot of it kind of is the Lion King. Um, for me, the best thing about the film is Andy Serkis as as the villain. He's great because it's so nice to see him not in a motion capture character. Yeah, but again, um, yeah, without giving too much of a spoiler, Mark was up in arms about that. Why? I, I can't tell you because it's a spoiler. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you after the thing. Yeah, tell me after the thing, um, so then you, you'll just I'm ruin really it for me, not everybody else. Not watched, you know, it must be what he was moaning about. Oh, it must hasn't be happened after. yet. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I don't want to really say anything. So yeah, no. But he's currently my favourite character in it because I like Andy Serkis yeah. anyway, and it's great to see him. Having he always fun. plays a good buddy. He does. He plays a really good buddy. He's got like the biggest sort of facial hair I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but the film itself, I don't know whether I'm just a little bit burned out on the superhero thing. It's getting a bit that way, isn't it? What is nineteen or twenty whatever Marvel films? You're like, I like them, but it's two every yeah. single year. Mm-hmm. I'm getting. It's and there's more on the uh, yeah, on the horizon. And they've all got to fit in. This thing relates to that film. And, oh, did you see this little Easter egg? Because that relates. It's like, I just want to watch yeah. a film for 90 minutes and go, I've seen that self-contained story. I'm kind of done. I think all the shared universe stuff, I'm sure it's been around a lot longer, but it's that Alien versus Predator started that off, didn't it, by having yeah. the, the... Or was it Predator 2, actually? By having the alien skull inside the ship yes. on, uh, when they go in at the end everybody's, everybody lost their minds going oh my god that's an alien skull it's the best thing ever and <laughs> then I think probably the shared universe was born at that time definitely so it's good but everybody's trying to do one now it's it's nuts everybody's well, like say, got to have a shared universe I mean the Marvel films are all you know all watchable yeah, I don't definitely. think I've seen one that isn't no. but it does beg the question of are they riding on each other's shirt tails no, I'd say yes, which yeah. is not necessarily a bad thing. But if you think of all the Marvel films that have been out, if they were standalone films, would you have gone to see them or would you have watched them? Some of them are probably some of them have. yes, but some maybe not. 
I probably wouldn't have watched Ant Man. Which is a pity, really, because that's one of the best ones. That's one of my. It is my favorite one. Yeah. That's a great one. But if it was a standalone movie and it wasn't nothing to do with all these other things, probably yeah, you'd have waited till Blu-ray or someone passed you. Yeah. Oh, you've got to watch this. You know, Captain America's probably wouldn't have bothered with them. You know, they're all good films. And so I'm not bashing Marvel films because I do genuinely like them all. But I think they are riding on the coattails, and it's a very. <laughs> it's obviously working for them because they're making a shit ton of money. So. Yeah. You know, who am I to critique? <laughs> but it's, uh, if I can make their money, then I'll be well impressed. I'll be having shared universes everywhere. Oh, too true. But, but it does get a bit exhausting. Yeah. And it, I think a lot of them are just visually too busy on your eyes. They're kind of like the Transformers movies where you're like, who's punching who? What? Hey, where'd that yeah. come from? And I'm not really... No, my eyes would start bleeding, I think, if I watched too many of those sort of films. I think that's one of the reasons, and I'm going to throw a very controversial one in. I think that's one of the reasons why I prefer the DC ones. Yeah, because it's Batman and Superman fighting each other. You've got a finite number of people. Yeah. Um, the action isn't all go all the time kind of thing. You know, you've no. got action in there, but you've got reasoning behind it all and what have you. So, yeah, I, I don't know. There's just something about it that appeals to me slightly more. Same here. Have you seen all the DC ones? Have you watched Suicide Squad yet? I haven't, no. That's the no. one that I've avoided. Oh. And I should watch it. I know I've seen clips of it. Yep. But it, it's just one of those ones. Everyone's got their own ideas of how certain characters should be. You right. know, if you've ever read comics or you know, kind of seen you know, pre, you know, the other series that involve the same character. So, I mean, as good as the acting of certain roles is, the you, you know, you you sometimes just have trouble seeing that person as that character. Yeah, and I had that with Harley Quinn and the Joker. Okay. Yep. I just, I don't know, they, they just look wrong to me, but that's just me. Well, in the defense of the Joker, who yeah. I am a Jared Leto fan. Oh, yeah, but, I'm not a, but not a, nothing against Jared Leto, but... Yeah. He is hardly in it. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Harley Quinn, on the other hand, is great. She's real. She, Her and Will Smith are the best characters in it. I never thought I'd say yeah. that about Will Smith because I thought he'd just gone off the rails or whatever, but he was <laughs> one of my favorite characters in it. Harley yeah. Quinn's great. Uh, I had the same sort of thoughts about Jared Leto as a Joker. You go, do you know what? You're a really good actor, and I'm sure you do it great. But are you the Joker? No. Mm-hmm. And he's not in it enough for you to go. Yeah, he's kind of ruined that film for me. Yeah. So it's it's definitely worth checking out. There is a, a short version and an extended version. So go for the extended one because I was going to say, get, yeah, you get more stuff. So. Well, I think there's only. Again, this is one of those odd ones. There's only probably one film where I've seen both theatrical and extended version. Yeah. But I thought the theatrical was better. I've got three. I think I know what one of yours is. You um, can probably immediately it, say it what be, mine is. It's gone in 60, isn't it? Exactly, yes. Which is weird, though, because if the theatrical and the extended, what was the difference, like two minutes or something? It was something really Slightly tiny. more than that, but it totally, the, the way that they set the scenes, the order of some of them were a bit different. And it totally changed the feel of the movie. Yeah, it did. And not for the better. Yeah. Uh, Coyote Ugly, that was another 
must be a Bruckheimer thing, I guess. Um, well, that's weird because I've never watched that. The the twelve certificate one is yes. great. It's yes. such a good film. It's kind of like Tom Cruise's Cocktail. You just put yeah. it on. The soundtrack's great. The plot's very basic. It's very very pleasant on the eyes. Um, and yeah, it's a great film. But then they brought out a fifteen version, which had a couple of extra swear words in it, but also had a little bit of a, a graphic-y sex scene in it, which yeah. didn't fit in a 12-certificate film. Yeah. Because I remember watching it with Annette and her young daughter at the time, who was about 13, and <laughs> I'd been banging out a coyote ugly. It's a great film, because I don't like the scene the theatrical one, and yet the DVD I had was the extended cut. Oops. And I put it on, and then this love scene <laughs> came on, and you can imagine the sort of daggers I was getting stared at me. And I'm like... Yeah. I did say I'd never seen this extended cut at the beginning, thank you, so I'm not taking any flack for that. But it yeah. changed the whole feel of the film. Yeah, and, and not it, for the better. Yeah, not for the better. Um, God in 60 would be another one that I would yeah. mention where the, those few minutes just changed the, the yeah. tone of the film. And then the other one would be Kevin Costner's Wyatt Earp, which I love that film. It's like three hours and something anyway, but there was yeah. an extra 10, 15 minutes in a director's cut, and that just made it too long. So I ah. didn't enjoy that one, which is kind of weird. But yeah. uh, generally, we do love extended versions. So. Well, I mean, this is it. One of my favourites would be um, the Dance to the Wolves. Yeah. yeah, I love that film and the extended. You know, the full. You know, get the four hours. Four hours, isn't it? Yeah, definitely worth. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Again, you've got to be in the mood for it. But. Oh yeah, you've got to pace yourself for that one. Yeah. You, you generally would dance with wolves to go, you know what, I need to watch that again. Yeah. Let's do it next Sunday. <laughs> Let's prepare it, for it. It's one to put on on a Sunday afternoon. You know, yeah. Get Sunday lunch out of the way, put it on, and be ready for Sunday tea afterwards. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's not the sort of film where I think, you know what, we've had a good podcast now. I'm just going to go watch Dancing with Wolves, I think. Well, it's not yeah. that sort of film. It's not a case of, right, I've got in from work, I've had something to eat, I've got everything out of the way. It's eight in the evening, I'm going to put a film on. Yeah, it's not not no. that sort of movie at all, is it? No. <laughs> so, well, I decided yesterday to try and watch some stuff from. I, I won a lot of DVDs from a company called Verve Pictures, Ooh. and it was a, a Twitter competition. And it was a couple of months back, I think. And yeah. they said, "Oh, whoever retweets this or leaves a message or whatever it was, um, it's a chance to 150 quid worth of DVDs, which is wow. That's like 15 films." Yeah. So maybe me, I entered, and then a few days after, whatever, got this message from him going, you've won. I'm like, what? <laughs> you, I, I fucking won? What What do you mean you've won? I never win. So give me, your, give me your delivery address. I'm like, okay. So I give him the delivery address. Nothing happened for like a week, and then this huge box showed up with 15 <laughs> separate DVDs, always, you know, proper original DVDs showed up and Sweet. looking through them never heard of that never heard of that one never. and out of 15 I think I'd seen two of them yeah. so that takes us down to 13 and I'd heard of one of them so that takes it down to 12 wow. so the way that I mentioned it before where we, we choose films by rolling yeah. dice and it comes up with stuff and I have my own little section that have all been turned away so I can't see what the titles are yeah. And yesterday, I'm just like, well, I'll just watch that one. Picked it out, and it was a film called Couple in a Hole, which is not oh. it's not a dodgy movie. Kind of sounds a little bit like it's a dodgy movie, but it's not. Yeah. Um, and it was effectively, it was about a man and a woman that live in a hole 
in the forest. So you're like, this is weird. I can't think of any other film that has involved couples living in a hole. And it was a British film, I think, but it was set in France. So yeah. it's, you know, technically, I suppose it's a British film, uh, British cast members. And it was this, the reason they were living in a hole. I think this is just odd. If this is going to be an hour and a half because they're just deciding to live in a hole, then I'm not really <laughs> into this. But very early on, it explains that they had a child, the child died, and the woman has become convinced that the child's sort of spirit is living in the woods. So she goes off to live in this hole, and the husband, being super supportive, goes off and lives with her in this hole. It's weird. It was was very clever. It wasn't like a happy, cheery film, but it was unique. So I was quite impressed with that. So I've watched quite a few of these films that had won from this company and they've all been little gems there was one called i can't remember what it was called now nope can't remember but it was uh filmed in blackburn which is near us Ooh, yeah so that was that was all shot around there and when annette watched it she was like i know that place and i know that place <laughs> i know that place and so there's been a lot of little gems that i've never heard of not familiar with them but they're yeah. really good films the other one i watched last night was from 2004 which i'd never heard of and it's a welsh film also from this, you know, from yeah. Verve Pictures. And it was called A Way of Life. And it was about a 17-year-old girl who has a six-month-old baby. She's living in a squat. Uh, a guy across the road moves in. He's Turkish. So, therefore, the, all the street people, there's a whole racial abuse and all that. Generally not a pleasant film to watch, but it was a really good film. So yeah. It was very sort of, I don't know, gritty British drama, I think. But it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was all right, but I'd never heard of it until until I won it. So sometimes you think I'm not in the mood for Black Panther, but I'm going to watch Couple in a Hole instead. Yeah. So you know, very uh, very sort of odd collection of films and stuff. I think I've watched this week. Mm. So I think we need some homework at some point, don't we? Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. Next week we are being visited by Mr. Miller. Oh, excellent. Always good so, to chat. Stu will be coming on, so I may try and come up with a quiz or something like that because he does like his quizzes. So we'll, we'll yeah, see we what we Yeah, we need to set homework. We do. Um, yeah. And I'm doing a, another podcast on the Monday with Daniel and Louis, who are British filmmakers who have been on the show a couple of times. Um, so I'm doing another one on Monday because I'm, I'm going to be off air for a couple of weeks or probably yes. about 11, 12 days while I'm off writing three screenplays in a very <laughs> short period of time and switching batteries off. Um, so I will try and make sure there's a podcast uploaded yeah. bef- before that. So there'll be one before, and then I'll make sure I've got one to upload as soon as I get back, so there's not much of a gap. Because <laughs> uh, I do know that Neil and Tracy like things to listen. Aww. So, um, But yeah, have you, I mean, other than Deadpool, have you managed to... I haven't. I've not managed to watch anything. Um, I've got. I, I had my daughter over the weekend as well. Um, I keep trying to get her to watch various things, but oh, she seems to be addicted to YouTube at the moment. Uh, YouTube's just. I mean, there's some good content on YouTube, but generally, it's like the worst TV channel ever because the quality's not very great, is it? Really. The thing that gets me is some of the things she's watching are. Videos put up about games. Yep. Now, these are games that she's not actually playing. <laughs> yep. And 
you know, I think I might have touched on it kind of a couple of weeks ago when we were chatting. Uh, things like um, this, is it Fortnite? Fortnite, Fortnite yeah. yeah. You know, you've got videos of people just unboxing, like, the gift boxes in it. And you're thinking, look, if you're going to put something up about a game, put up some gameplay. <laughs> it would be nice and, and yeah. talk over it or something, maybe. So, make it oh, entertaining. they do. They talk. It's case, oh, I wonder what's going to be in this one. Oh, I want this and blah, blah, blah. And like I say, you know, my daughter wants to watch these when she's not playing the game. It's not actually about the game. It's just about opening the gift, gift boxes in the game. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm just a bit confused. <laughs> Have you not asked her why? Have you not sort of brought no, no, this up when I, I, going, why, why do you watch games, you well, know, videos I, about I, games you don't play? I'm going to get the chance next week because um, it's basically half term. So yeah, I've right. booked the week off work So mm-hmm. and uh, managed to get basically Emily to come over to me for the full week. Nice. So, yeah, I'm going to spend time with my daughter and uh, probably end up playing a few games. Yeah. Have you? But, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, like I say, hopefully in that time, I will be able to get her to sit down, watch the first Star Wars, watch The Princess Bride. Yep. Yeah, things like that. And get get her kind of perhaps motivated more into films rather than just, oh, this gamer's talking about this game. It's bizarre, isn't it? And just sort of say to her, just, I'm not having a go at you for watching that. I genuinely, don't I genuinely want to understand what you see in it because I'm yeah. just curious. I mean, I could understand watching, if it's a game you play, watching someone playing that game because you can pick up tips, you can see what goes on. Oh, totally. You, you know, commentary on things. So, yeah, that's different. But you know, it's a game you're not what, you, know, you don't play. You know, and you're not even watching the gameplay of it. It's just... <laughs> and it's a game she could play, so it's not like, well, I don't play it because I haven't got it. It's free. You can yeah. get it on the Xbox 360, which you've got. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'd like to. I don't. I know it sounds picky, but she's ten years old. Yeah. I know a lot of her kind of classmates are probably playing it. Yeah. Um, but I also you hear a lot of horror stories in a way of, like you say, people kind of. Yeah, you know, it's one of those games where you have. Um, in-game communication and people are just swearing and everything and you know, yeah you know dropping f bombs and what have you and she's 10 years old i don't want her you know she'll see see enough of that in real life <laughs> yeah exactly there's supposed to be escapism isn't it yeah same with movies same with yep. you know music and so on well this is it i mean we've touched on it before you know kind of you for a while um had a job working with asda which is Walmart yep. in the U- in the US, mm-hmm. um, and you were working on the entertainment desk. Yeah, and I know you've told me. Yeah, you've got like kids coming up holding the latest Grand Theft Auto, and it's a case of can I have this? Yeah, I'm here. nope. Sorry, it was the same with the video store. That was just as bad. But then you um, say, like you say, the mothers come up then with the kids in tow, and they put GTA on the counter, and it's a case. Uh, can I have this? And it's a case. Of, I know for a fact you're buying that for your eight-year-old kid. Yeah. And you yeah. couldn't do a thing about it. No. Nope. We could on occasion. Um, yeah. I think I'd seen somebody do it once. It was great. And she worked on it. Well, she worked on the, the clothing desk. Yeah. But she would help out in the music and video desk. And uh, somebody, I think it was Call of Duty or something, or Grand Theft Auto probably. Yeah. Where somebody had come up and they said, I want to buy this. And she's like, but well, you do realise it's an 18 certificate. And she's like, yeah, it's fine. 
right? Okay. Um, are you buying it for your child? And she's like, well, no. And you could you see the kid there. His yeah. eyes are like, I'm going to be playing this game later on. And this girl behind the counter went, not being funny, but I know you're going to give it to a child, so you're not having it. And she refused to serve. And I'm like, she yeah. became like the god of the uh, the, the Alster <laughs> desk that week. I'm like, amazing. Well done. Yeah. And the video stores with horror films. You know, yeah. you would tell parents, you do realize that this film's an 18. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Right, well, I've seen it, and it's pretty horrific, so I'm just warning you. Yeah, no, it's yeah. fine. Okay, fair enough. come back in a few days later. My kid's traumatized. Yeah, of course they do. It's bizarre. It's, I think they, they always used to say, oh, well, he's already seen it, or oh, all his friends have seen it. Well, it doesn't matter. It's. I always look at things with certificates like movies or video games or whatever. Would you buy your child a bottle of vodka? Same sort of thing. You're like you say, polluting you know, the, the, the brain. Of, the argument of all his friends have seen it. Okay, all his friends have probably fallen down the stairs. Does that mean you're going to push him down yours? Exactly. You know, some of your friends have probably knocked somebody else up. Are you going to let your son do that or yeah. let your daughter go? No. It's very much uh, annoying me. It was easier in the video store because it was my own shop. Yeah. So I could actually you know, get away with going, nope, sorry, you're not having it, which I did on a couple of occasions, but with Walmart and Asda, you're kind of, yeah, there's only, there. there's only so far I can push this before a manager gets involved and I get sacked for peeing a customer off. Yeah. So which is wrong. Because uh, like yeah, you say, you know, I mean, in many ways, if they really wanted to push the law, yeah, they could have come back in and basically sued you. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've sold a certificate 18 Yep. to a kid, effectively. Well, I always used to do, and there's one thing I always stuck to, was whenever a kid came up and they had the mum and the mother was like, I'd like this, please, and you would take the money from the adult. And it, you would see the kid literally sometimes say, here's the money, and you would say, can mm. you just hand... There used to be a real awkward shit about this, going, can you just give your mum that money back? Why? No, just give give your mum the money. And they would hand the money to the mother or the, or the father or whatever. Yeah. Grandparents as well, they were always... Oh, yeah. You know, like 90-year-old grandparents just being wheeled in just so they can pick up this Call of Duty game for the grandson, not having a clue what this damn game is. But they're exactly. just like, oh, I guess, I guess he wants yeah, it. I've so seen Space Invaders, it'll be fine. And they'll be fine, it's only a game. And I would take the money from the parent and yeah. then make sure the parent gets the game. And it's like, do you know what? You are not getting me any way, shape, or form on this. Yeah. You bought the game from me. If you choose to give it to him, you're a bloody idiot. Exactly. So, you know, those days I don't miss. Yeah. But, uh, well, like you say, you it's know. the same with the films and everything. Yeah, yeah, Chris says. Bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. You know, this, this war zone country that we have that has knives. Terrible, oh, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. Screw you, Trump. <laughs> Britain is a war zone. Wow. Oh, it is, yeah. Can it be Calvin London? Exactly. It was like there was another shooting, wasn't there, um, in Texas, I believe, Santa this week. Fe, yeah. it was Santa Fe. And um, I was just thinking, oh, well, at least he didn't have a knife. You know, fucking Trump well annoyed me. Britain's like a war zone because of knives. No, it's not. Yes, we have stabbings, but yeah. we don't have mass killings like that. I think there's something. I don't know whether it was you or somebody else that shared it on the Facebook. There's like 200 and something school shootings since the year 2000. And yep. there's been like none in the UK. So are guns more dangerous than knives? I think, 
yes, guns are more dangerous than knives. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, a, from a pure kind of logistics side of things, you know, someone, you know, person A runs into school, shopping mall, whatever, carrying a knife. Yep. The logistics to kill 10 people, you've got to run around and actually stick that in them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or you can throw it, but that'll perhaps kill one. You've then got yeah. to go and get it. You know, you've got semi-automatic pistol, rifle, whatever, and literally you can stand at, at the doorway and take pot shots at whoever you want till the magazine runs out. You can change the magazine in seconds, and literally, yeah, you can kill in theory whoever's in sight yep you know you don't need to move from where you are you're not getting close to anyone and it's like I'm not being funny but I could outrun a knife I like to think you know I could at least avoid I'd give it a damn good try I could, I would, I could, av- I could definitely avoid somebody with a knife yeah. let's go with that one unless it was like Usain Bolt or more fire or something but maybe then I'd maybe struggle a little bit but I cannot outrun a bullet and again so. taken Quite literally. I mean, okay, I know I'm not in shape, but I've done a little bit of martial arts. I used to do the live role playing, so um, you know, I know a bit of fencing and what have you. If someone came at me with a knife, if I could pick up something stick, you know, something stick-like, you know, broom handle, whatever, you know, I've got a good chance of being able to defend myself against that. Yeah, exactly. You think something like a broom handle, you know, a half Charlie brick. Is going to defend you against, yeah, a nine millimeter bullet? No, not unless they throw it at you. No, <laughs> sad times. Hmm. Uh, talking of sad times, did you uh, did you watch all the royal wedding? No, I was very <laughs> lucky. I missed the royal wedding and the FA Cup. Yeah, I was at work, and it was uh, some people had it on the screens and stuff. You're like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm very happy for them. I'm very happy if yeah. people like football. It's fine. If you want to watch people get married, it's fine. But I generally, I don't care. I know some people had like you know wedding parties for it. Yeah, my aunt basically was at one, and yeah, good excuse for a bit of social, you know, a little bit of a drink, and yeah, yeah, if you enjoy it, all well and good. Yep, just not for me. I'm hoping they don't have a you know um, killed in a tunnel parties in a few years. But I suppose that's yeah. already been used, doesn't it? That one. <laughs> But it's, uh, yeah, I avoided all that as well. I avoided Britain's Got Talent. So I'm doing quite well at avoiding TV. I just need to find a big bunch of movies that I want to sit down and watch, I think. I can't uh, understand these people who watch reality TV, but that's just me. Yeah, because it's not really reality, though, is it? That's the problem with it. It's it's fake reality. Yeah. It's Simon Carroll's wallet. It is, yeah. It's because it's like the Britain's Got Talent thing. I do find weird. You can spot the the sort of rigged riggedness of it, where <laughs> people are just fixed. And you go, oh, that's terrible. Let's try that again, and then they go for these really elaborate camera angles. You think, yep, here we go. <laughs> this guy or girl's going to be amazing. Sure enough, they are, and they're all over the papers the day after, and so on and so yeah. on. Yeah. So, tis bonkers. So. Um, <laughs> What sort of homework shall we set ourselves for this Sunday? Should we just try and watch some stuff, or because I know when we do the the our favourite science fiction 
movies. I oh, think we've got to wait for Neil, Mr. Neil Johnson. We've got to wait for Neil on that one. So that's something we're going to do. Um, our favourite sci-fi movies that don't include Marvel or DC movies do not include any of the massive franchises like, yeah. well, Star Wars. Um, well, I mean, this okay. the only franchise. I'm going to say, to throw one out there that um, I'm sure um, yeah, Mr. Miller will love. Yeah. Um, we did the... Um, yeah, we did the seventies for us. What yes. about touching on the eighties, or perhaps the first half of the decade? Okay, eighty to eighty-five. Yeah, do you reckon? limited to ten movies. Okay, well, I could because I could actually message Stu Miller yeah. and tell him that. So, how many movies are we allowed? Limited to ten. Uh, with limited to ten, right? Uh, we'll let you have three kind of mentioned in dispatches. <laughs> right. Have we got any? Uh, sort of caveats on that. I would like. Well, we can each throw one in where we go. Here's my rule: the yep. the one that I'm going to chuck in is we're not allowed any Steven Spielberg directed movies. Sounds good. Yeah, because that'll rule out tons. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of my favourites, but it'll rule them out. Um, let's see. What would my caveat be? Um, I would say try to keep it. Uh, a bit like we did with the seventies, where it's a case of you know unsung heroes, if you would, you know ones okay. that people perhaps haven't seen but you yeah. love. Love it. That sounds good. Yeah, that'll be a more fun show than oh here we have gremlins yeah, this, or here yeah. we have Ghostbusters or <laughs> yep. the usual suspects. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, try and avoid the big box office smashes. You know, I'm not too bad if it gets mentioned there kind of thing like say you've got you mentioned in dispatches once you three that you can do yeah but yeah try and keep your main 10 as ones that weren't kind of you know academy award winning that works <laughs> yeah i don't think gandhi was going to be on my top list anyway even though it is a very good film but it's not really one i keep rewatching. yeah i must admit so that, one of the fun ones there and i'm no, I think it, it, it might be in the second half of the eighties. This one, but I'm not going to mention the film just in case. But um, <laughs> basically, I was I was on the phone at work chatting to someone, and um, one of my colleagues, whilst I'm trying to hold this conversation and kind of you know sort out a customer, um, basically popped his head over like the monitor banks and what have you, and came out with a film quote and basically said, "What's that from?" And he yeah. thought he was throwing me a challenge. He just happened to choose one of my favourite films. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just a case of yeah, hand over the from yeah, hand over the mouthpiece of me, uh, you know, me head mics and what have you. In this case, yep. of, yeah. How did you he get told, that? Told him what the film was. <laughs> yep. Somebody at work was doing that the other week. They were, uh, they were it was got towards the evening, and he'd taken his headphones out. And he just wanted to listen to some sort of classical type music and it was film score stuff. Oh. And it was like three bars of this stuff and I went, oh, gladiator fan are you? He was like, what? I'm gladiator music. He's like, how do you know that one? I went, oh, don't worry about it, it's fine. And he said, all right. So I said, oh, it's, that's Hans Zimmer, blah, blah, blah. I seen him in concert. He went, all right. He said, let me put another one on. So he put another one on, two or three bars. I went, all right. I'm in Pearl Arbor for years. He's like, how do you know this thing? And there was like three or four of these tracks that he got and i'm like nailed, trying to get you nail them all they're all on my ipod bitch <laughs> so it was quite funny he just he was quite impressed with my musical knowledge oh love so it. it was uh it was fun in games yeah so yeah it was good but no we'll, we'll do that do you want to do just the first half of the 80s or do you want to just go for the 80s no 
uh, there's quite a lot in, if you take the 80s in general. So we'll go 80 through 84. Then another right. day we'll do 85 through 80. You know, another time we've got a chance to do 85 through 89. Brilliant. So 80 to 84 inclusive. Yes. Right. Well, I shall mes- message Stu Miller um, in the next day or so and say, right, here's the homework. Yep. And I'm sure you'll come back with a lot of horror films. You'll come back with stuff like Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, this is so, it. But it's, it's fine. But again, Nightmare on Elm Street was one of the big ones. It was. Yeah. So we shall rule out the the usual suspects like yeah. your Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Back to the Future, that type of stuff. Yeah. Hidden gems. I'm, I'm yep. quite sure that with his knowledge of um, you know kind of world cinema, he's going to come up with some good ones. Oh, he'll just be making up film directors. This is by Fiki Nuki, who do you call it? Whatever. I'm like, it's not even a real person. I oh, don't know how he does it. Yeah, he won the awards in North Korea. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even. Don't even. You're making it up. <laughs> I'm always accusing him of that. I'm like, you're just making shit up now, aren't you? One of these days, he will <laughs> throw one in and make you believe it. No, well, he's done one of the f- most fun quizzes that he ever did. It was one of the horror shows. It was me, Lauren, yeah. and Stu that were on it. And he was coming out with film titles. And he said, these are either made up or these are real. And it was like some of them were just, I can't remember some of the examples, but I'm like, there's no way that's a film. He's like, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what? So that was definitely a fun quiz. So maybe that's that we'll I might go for that. that. I might try I might try that actually for him. Yeah. I will it. scour the internet for eighty to eighty four made films <laughs> and then see right these are either real films or these are either made up. So yeah, I might that's pretty much yeah. settled my homework, I think. Oh definitely. Him. Challenge accepted, go for it. So that will be fun. So we'll have Mr. Stu Miller. I know Neil Johnson enjoys li- listening to uh, us ripping Stu Miller and <laughs> Stu Miller being Mr. Negative and, and grumpy and whatnot. So I, apparently it's a dynamic that works very well. Yeah. Not so much the seven dwarves as the three dwarves. Pretty much. Yeah, definitely. It's like half a group. Yeah, of we know who grumpy is. We don't know who ours two are, really. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you were sleepy the other day. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's my name. Uh, yeah. I've been sneezy with the hay fever now and again. There you go. Yeah. But. Uh, Apart from bashful. Apart from Bashful. Do you know what I would recommend never trying as well? Is it's Ramadan in various places yes. in the world. I was going to say over here, but I'm guessing it's Ramadan in quite a yeah, few different places. Right. So they are doing the fasting. Yes. Where they don't eat between, uh, after the sun comes up and they don't eat till the sun goes down. Oh, uh, don't, don't, don't try that. Because <laughs> they had a thing at work yesterday where, and I was off yesterday, so... That's where this story will come into it, where the people were fasting just once, just for a day. So if you weren't fasting as part of Ramadan, you would just do it. So basically for all the white people, for all the white people, basically. Um, And any money that you didn't spend on food that day, you would donate to a local food bank type thing. So it's quite a nice thing to do. Yeah. But a lot of people did it yesterday, but I wasn't in yesterday. This other guy on my team wasn't in yesterday. So we were talking to one of the team leaders who was saying, oh, you guys going to do it on Monday? And we were like, well, we're off. So yeah. no offense, but I'm not staying at home on my not own eating. and not eating. I want to enjoy my day off. So thanks, but no thanks. And this other guy said, well, I'll, I'm off on Monday as well. And I said, why don't you do it Tuesday? And he went, yeah, I might do it Tuesday. I said, tell you what, if you do it Tuesday, I'll do it Tuesday. Yeah. So we were both like, okay, that's that's fine. We'll We'll do it Tuesday. So we both went in today, 
and I got in uh, to work at eight o'clock in the morning. I didn't get up. I mean, people who are fasting generally will wake up, up at three o'clock in the morning, yeah. have some cereal or whatever. They call it breaking the fast, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they do that, and then they'll, they'll go to work, and they, nothing will go down their throat. So there's no water, no nothing. Zilch. That's going to be one of the bad things on a, a warm no, day. Oh, it sucks. Um, and so me and this other guy, we obviously got up in our respective houses and thought, oh, shit, can't have any food. Damn it. Uh, went to work. And yeah. I was okay. It's it's more forgetful. You go, oh, I could just do with it. Oh, yeah, shit, no, I can't have one, can I? Yeah. Um, and then we did our day job, and he got to maybe 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. He was wobbling. He was oh. like, I'm not enjoying this. I'm getting a headache. And I had a headache because I knew it yeah. was coming because you're dehydrated. Exactly, you're exhausted. Yeah. You're, you're wasting energy, but you're not gaining any energy, so you're yeah. going to feel like shit. Um, the Asian guys around us are like pissing themselves laughing. I'm like, I kind of get it. We're doing it for a day. You're doing it for 30 days. Don't worry about it. We don't need any sympathy. We've not prepared for this. We're, we're idiots. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, but it was all, all good humour. And by yeah. 4 o'clock, this other guy had bailed out. He went, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, he was about <laughs> to like, collapse. He was about to collapse. He's like, oh, well, I've got a headache. No offence. So have I. So I've not eaten for like 24 hours. So yeah. I'm doing quite well. So I've ah. got food. I got food downstairs that I ordered, which arrived just before we podcasted. So yeah, come finish the show, then I'm gonna go downstairs and eat. But that's pretty much 24 <laughs> hours since oh. I've eaten any food, um, which is not fun. I wouldn't recommend doing it. You no. feel very. I've got now sort of headaches there, and you know the eye strain sort of thing where everything yeah. on your screen looks super bright. I'm not a fan of that. So Ooh. I've done my one day fasting thing. Yeah. Not interested in doing it again. So when I go to work tomorrow, I'm taking the biggest bag of snacks ever because <laughs> <laughs> I've earned it. <laughs> oh, I must admit, I've never done a one day fast, not planned anyway. If I've been in bed ill, yes. But, That's different, yeah. But yeah, I've never been on my feet doing things and not eaten, not drunk. No, I mean, to stay in a, in, in a nice sort of air conditioned bedroom living room whatever in our houses basically of course you could do it you just sleep just lie down and stare at the telly and go to sleep but to go and do your day job and then in a hot office thing as well because it's been quite nice weather over here um it's not exactly santa monica weather but it's nice it's hot enough to give us a little bit of a suntan it's not fun so i'm not i'm glad i did it but this is it it again I'm kind of. Uh, I'm, I've got to hold my hand up here and say that I'm. I'm slightly ignorant of like you know the other parts of the religious observance during Ramadan, and I apologise to anyone listening that is observing this. But yep. I would have thought in that situation, people that are working night shifts have got a real up on this. <laughs> Haven't they? Just said yeah, to the sleep through the day. Guy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if. You know, kind of as part of the religious observance, you've got to do prayers at various times. But, you know, if you can sleep through the day and work through the night and eat. Genius. Yeah, yeah. you've got it made. It's a case of, you know, how many people, if that is the case, I'm surprised that people don't go, can I go on the night shift for the next? <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. And I did ask this guy, I'm like, because I brought it up saying if there's any Muslim people living in these sort of um, Scandinavian countries, you know, North Pole type things, where it's dark yeah. for six months. Oh, got it made. Light. But you yeah, never but have to... daylight? You die, pretty yeah. much. You, you're dead. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, and he did say, I'll look into that, but he's not got back to me yet, so I do need to ask him tomorrow. Because, I mean, at this time of year, in the Northern Hemisphere, 
I'm kind of yeah. guessing that it's, you know, probably, I mean, what, we're in May? Yep. You're probably looking at it being kind of about, you know, 11 o'clock effectively in the morning for most of them for the next, the, you know, couple of weeks. Then it goes on to 12 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, they're in the daylight part, I think. <laughs> you, you can't fast for that period of time. You die. No. So I will have to ask him tomorrow. So right, I've got another question. Do fly south for, you know, kind of it. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Jesus. But it was funny, this guy who'd bailed out at four o'clock, you'd think he'd gone like three days without it. It was just, uh-huh. it could not cope. It was It was quite a shame. It's like, come on, really? You've you've not had food since last night. Don't worry about it. You're fine. It's the more drinking part that's yeah. that's the tough bit on that. Because isn't it the rule of threes? They always say you can do three minutes, you know, at a push without air. Yeah. Three days at a push without water. Yeah. Then is it three weeks at a push without sleep, or is it food? I can't remember which one comes in. I that. think it's probably food. I think I've yeah. been. I think the longest I've ever gone without sleep, I think, is about three, four days. Yeah. And I just got bored. It's like I'm yeah. just bored. I don't want. I'm too exhausted to just watch. You a can't film. think straight. No. I don't want to do anything. I'm so bored. I just want to sleep. It's not even necessarily because you're tired. Just because yeah. you're bored out of your mind, you just yeah. got to sleep. And I've done the food thing for, for weirdly enough, three days. But yeah. that certainly wasn't um, not drinking. Yeah, that would yeah that would just kill you, wouldn't it? I think it killed it. me anyway nowadays. Yeah. So it's uh, it's fun doing these little crazy experiments and stuff. So. Well, I know you've set yourself homeworks before, where you've done like you know you say like a film marathon, twenty four hours. Yeah. And what have you? Yeah. And yeah, you know, just to see if you could do it, and for the fun of it, and you know sometimes for. Yeah, like say charity. So Oh exactly. I mean generally just for the fun of it. Um yeah. but this sort of food bank one it was it was funny because I was getting a lift back from the receptionist at work. Because yeah. when I'm on nine sixes it's great, I get a lift to and from work, so it's quite <laughs> nice. And she was like, Well they were doing this fasting thing yesterday. I'm like, Yeah, and she said, I'm not really well up on the Asian religion. What's this food bank thing? And I'm like that's not a religious thing. It's 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 a local That's because thing. Because of the conservative government, <laughs> she went. Is it not something to do with this Ramadan? Then I went. No, it's not. It's to do, it's a local thing where anybody who where they don't have enough money for food can go and get some food. So this. <laughs> oh, I thought it was an Asian thing. I went. No, it's not an Asian. It's all to thing. do with the conservatives. <laughs> so I anyway, do as as I sort of round this up. I will because you've had lots of laughs on Deadpool. Yes. I want to round you up with a story of something that somebody did actually say at work today. And do you know when somebody says something and there is absolutely no response other than to just stare at them as they walk out the room with incredulity and, and just think Yeah. Yeah. Like so, you say it's case if you look at them and it's case can you tie your own shoelaces? <laughs> they can't. And I can get away with saying all this stuff as well because I have I'm always conscious of never on any website does it say where I work. Nope. Never on any podcast have I mentioned where, where or or the product or anything that yep. I work, so I can actually get it. I never name anybody, so it's great. So I can always get away with it. So I was sitting there at my keyboard today, a big bank of people there, and we're all sitting chatting. And then one of the the people whose job it is to make sure that that we're all kept up to date with the processes and how we do our job. So effectively, a, a coach, you would call. Yes. Them. So she wanders over to one of the team leaders. She's like, they were all laughing at me in there. So it was like, why were they laughing at you? She went, well, 
because we were talking about Pakistan, right? And so we were sort of going, I think there might be a gem coming out here, so we all need to turn our heads. Yeah. And Everyone like, shut right. up and listen, kind of thing. She yeah? said, do you know, do you know how like Pakistan's a country, innit? Like, uh huh. Yes. <laughs> this team leader's going, yes. She said, well, they're all laughing at me because I told them that India, right, was a town in Pakistan. And we were all like, huh? <laughs> not even, we're just like, well, like, oh, what was my that? Yeah. She went, India is a town in Pakistan, isn't it? No, <laughs> it's not. It's its own country. Well, that's, worse. What, that, that's what they said. Oh my! And it, it, she just walked out of the room, and then my head was like following her. And oh. the, the team lead, the team leader, just looked at me and he went, "No need to say anything. You don't have to say a word." And I just looked at him blankly and did that sort of double blink thing, and then carried on doing my own work. But it's like <laughs> India is a town in Pakistan, and these people are breathing. <laughs> Well, I looked to somebody else and went, how do these people get promoted? Jeez. How does that even make any sense? So yeah. I was telling Annette later on, I said, oh, I heard this gem today. And I told her and she went, is there even a town in Pakistan called India? I'm like, no, no, that's not what she was saying. She thought the country of India was a town in Pakistan. She's like, yeah. oh, silly bitch. Oh. I'm like, isn't it? I like oh, it. Absolute gem. Well, I must admit, as we're rounding things up, I do have yeah. a request to put out. Okay. You've basically mentioned that you know you've never let anyone know kind of where you work, etc., or what line of work you're in. Yeah. Now, I'll run this by you before I actually mention it. But <laughs> yep. where we are, you know, the firm that I'm with, we recently had a merger, um, yep. and basically, it's a case of our firm merged with a bigger firm. Um, they've recently, on the company, the new company website, put up biographies, meet the team kind of thing. Now, some of us joined into that semi-reluctantly because we don't like our pictures taken, etc. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that happened was that they put out a, a, a company memo that basically said, whoever's profile gets the most hits at the end of the month you know, from individual hits. You know, So basically, you can't just hit it yourself five <laughs> 10,000 yep. times, um, basically gets a £75 voucher. Right. Now, one of the people at the company is currently winning, and we don't want that person to win. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, they're basically quite well off. They're driving a Jaguar and all this, and they're not even a director. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so what I'm wanting to do is basically put out the name of the company, in other words, the website, and ask okay. people to go to a specific other person's um, profile. It isn't me. No, no, it's not you. Yeah. So I'm not looking to win. I'm looking to give a rather special person that works at the company the win. Right. Because that person is basically a Labrador. Oh, okay. Yep. So, yeah, they did as a joke put up one of the guy's dogs, he brings it into work every day. So yep. <laughs> uh, basically this Labrador, um, Kess, basically oh. they put Kess up on the company profile and I want to try and get it so that Kess wins. Nice. Kess should win because Kess is great. We like Kess. So can, can I mention the website and ask people? Of course, course, course you can, yep. Right. So if anyone wants to help us out here, and please do, because like I say, we do want the dog to win. 
Um, not the person that's currently winning. No. <laughs> so please go to www.infinium, that's I-N-F-I-N-I-U-M, dot co dot uk look on the meet the team you know the company profiles and look for kess the infinium dog <laughs> hit on that just look at it you can then close down the, the the session whatever you know but yeah that's the one we're trying to push um you know basically several of us on the networks team and security team have basically been talking and the person who's currently winning like say we don't want to win um so we're trying to push the dog. <laughs> well, the dog should win because everybody loves dogs. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's Dogs are better than people, apparently. Well, this so is, therefore, the dog should win. Yay, if the dog wins the £75 voucher, it might stop trying to root in our bins. <laughs> exactly. It might stop weighing on your base oh, unit. We, we don't get any of that. He's, she's very see, good. Well, she's well trained. But yeah, she does come round, say hello to you, and then look in the bins to see if there's anything she can snaffle. Is she a Neil Johnson fan? Oh, I would probably say so, yeah. I'm sure if I show, showed her a Neil Johnson you know, movie, she would quite happily sit there and watch it. Or even That's lie that. there and watch it. Yeah. Make so maybe maybe if Kess from Invinium wins, then she might buy Neil Johnson Blu-rays or DVDs. Exactly, or yeah. Get them off Amazon, <laughs> which are quite good. There's quite a range well, of, a of Neil Johnson A 75-pound voucher, I'm sure she can do anything from uh, Amazon like that. So She could, um, I mean, obviously it doesn't quite work for my campaign but she could donate to cops and monsters yeah she could donate to just pretty much any kickstarter campaign yeah or indiegogo campaign so i think there needs to be a push for kess when does this campaign close the end of the month basically uh 31st of may so right. we've got over a week there to basically i i believe uh talking with our hr director today uh, over yeah. lunch that um Currently, Kess is second in the rankings. <gasps> yep. So yeah, it's but you know there's there's a few hundred hits between her and the person that's uh, basically winning. Could you but, maybe accidentally slip your fingers on the keyboard and send me that web link address as a DM? Oh yes. Or an, e or an email. Maybe not from your work's email because you don't want to be seen as as being on somebody's side because obviously will. you you want everybody to win. But it would be nice if that link somehow appeared to me and I might accidentally tweet it out and ask well I, to, uh, I can put it on it. <laughs> Twitter myself um, you know so and, and I'll put it up there with you know flag you in kind of thing yes definitely send it to you and just say you know kind of there you go because I think every team should have a Labrador yeah and I think the Labrador I think every company probably does have a Labrador but every company's Labrador is not given the exposure that that Kess needs to be so I think we need to just you know, I would say get yes. behind the Labrador, but that sounds a bit, <laughs> a bit, that sounds a bit Welsh, a bit sort of sheep joke, doesn't it? Really, that one. But yeah, I think we need to make sure that Kest does win. Yeah. So uh, in fact, good, I'll probably so. while we're talking, I'll go onto our company website and I'll get the full page up so that it's all. Yeah. You know, I can do just that basically post the link. And send it out. Make sure you tag me in it because then once I've got it, it's great. I'll just have some fun with it. We go. I'm Which will all be genuine fun, I assure you. Yeah. Here we go. Cutting and pasting as we speak. Fantastic. That'll work. So what a better way to end it than let's vote for Kess. <laughs> exactly. Please click and vote. Definitely. 
So, uh, yeah, because <laughs> your, your company's not going to be monitoring my Twitter account. So oh, no. Great. They don't even know about my Twitter account. No, they have users. Well, listen, they've been trying to get us to kind of, you know, on Twitter, on Facebook, LinkedIn, etc., to all yeah. link ourselves to the company. But I'm sorry, but to a certain degree, your own kind of, you know, it's a personal thing. I could see the it's benefit from having account. it. I can see the benefit from having it on LinkedIn because that is yeah. pretty much a professional thing. Oh, yeah. Face, Facebook and Twitter, you're not supposed to be on your own Facebook or your Twitter page while you're at work, are you? Because it's it's a social. Yeah, and it's, it's all, social. It's all, not it's a all in the media. name, isn't it? It's not a business media. It's called social yeah. media. So they can't make you put it on. It's like, well, no, if you, tell you what, if you want me to put that on there, you need to pay me advertising money. <laughs> So, which is the other reason I've always been very careful about not saying where I work, not because I'm ashamed of the company, because I, I quite like it. Exactly, yeah. The, the job's fine, it pays me a wage, enables me to do podcasts and, and buy movies and stuff, so I like it, but I, I, I would hate to say something and then have a company go, well, actually, I didn't agree with that. Well, I wasn't saying it for you. Well, well you're affiliated with the company, though, because your name's on your profile. It's like, no, I want to be able to say shit or drop F-bombs if I want to, without bringing a company into disrepute. Uh, you know. <laughs> at least that's my way of looking at it anyway. It's like, exactly. you don't pay me. You don't pay me when I'm at home, so therefore my social media pages are my own. So <laughs> there you go. If they want me to advertise, they can buy one of these advert perks that I've got running yeah. on the um, yes, on the page. exactly, yeah. But yeah, I've so just just let my team know that um, you know, kind of, I've forwarded that on, and it's potentially going out to quite a few Twitter followers. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> they'll be getting clicks on it from like Mexico and Australia and stuff. They're like, how the hell's that? What the, what's with this Labrador? The Labrador I, needs a salary. Well, this is it. You know, one of um, one of the other teams, like I say, we are the technical side of the business. Um, <laughs> has basically sent me um, a, a link to post on all our Unix servers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that cause it literally just monitors all the different IP addresses. Yeah. You know, as individual hits. So yeah, I'm just. <laughs> I told him I'm, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on call this weekend. So yeah, I'll go through all our Unix servers and post that link through. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hashtag uh, Team Labrador. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Let's get that sucker going viral. <laughs> Definitely. So, well, yes, thank gonna... you for that. <laughs> you are welcome. It's always nice. It's uh, a fun show this has been. Yes. Even if I was two days late, I apologize again. It was worth the wait. Uh, you know, obviously, Labrador has lost two days worth of voting, but. Yeah, but I didn't get to watch uh, Deadpool, like I say, so... Yeah, you did get to watch Deadpool. I I got to watch A Couple in a Hole and A Way of Life. So, A Couple in a Hole still sounds like a rude film, but it really isn't. We'll count it as a win. (laughs) Definitely count it as a win. So, I'm going to go now, because I need to get this show edited. And get some food. Get some food, definitely. And uh, get this show into the ears of Mr. Johnson, who will be flying from from or over... (laughs) Turkey or yes. whatever. Who he's knows? flying turkeys. I think he's definitely flying turkeys, yes. <laughs> but he's not making turkeys because his movies are really good. So oh, no, definitely not. No. That's, yeah, none of that. Right. Well, okay, have fun. Okay. Well, and thank I will you very swap. much for the time. And I look forward to chatting to you on the morrow. Definitely. We shall chat by email and uh, yay, Kess. Yay. There you go. Team Kess. So, uh, Team Labrador. Go, go vote for the Labrador, folks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okie dokie. See you later. Cheers. Bye for now. Take care.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.